Welcome to the Tea the Bard podcast series, five podcasts that will examine Burns's phenomenal literary and cultural legacy. I'm Dr Pauline Mackay from the University of Glasgow's Centre for Robert Burns Studies, and I'll be joined by a number of guests who engage with Burns and his works in very different ways. Welcome to the first episode of the Tea the Bard podcast series. Robert Burns is the Scottish National Bard. Born in 1759, he was an incredibly talented poet and songwriter who produced hundreds of poems and songs before his death in 1796 at the young age of 37. Burns continues to inspire people to create, write and perform more than 200 years after his death. So what is the cultural impact of Scotland's National Bard? And why is it so enduring? Our guests have drawn direct inspiration from Burns' work to create modern contemporary art. Craig Black is a Scottish-born graphic designer, lettering artist and typographer whose work has been exhibited across the globe from London to Dubai. Susan McGill is a Scottish ceramic artist whose beautiful black and white designs incorporate well-known lyrics and favourite words from poems by Robert Burns, among others. So, Craig, what is it about Burns's work that inspires you? Robert Burns is one of the most famous creators ever to come out of Scotland, and, and that in itself is extremely inspiring to me. Um, his work's been celebrated for over 200 years, and his work has been so prominent, and it relates to the everyday man, and I find that really, really inspiring. And the way that he's left an impact on the world, um, that's something that I want to do, and hopefully I can emulate something similar to Robert Burns. Certainly, because Burns's legacy, his cultural legacy, is a phenomenon. And I wonder if Burns himself could have imagined how much he would have inspired creatives over the course of the 18th, 19th, 20th and now 21st centuries. And what about yourself, Susan? What is it about Burns's work that inspires you? I think probably I didn't realise that I was being inspired. It was subliminal, the inspiration of Robert Burns in my life. He was just, we always had his poetry round about us when we were growing up. I had a granny who recited Burns' poetry as you went to sleep at night. And um, we all did party pieces on occasions round the kitchen table. When we did the Scottish Schools Burns Federation competition, we all were told to stand over their backs against the wall and project our voices and <laughs> put actions into the poetry to bring it to life. But a lot of it was Burns. I just didn't realise the impact that he was having on my life until I started creating my ceramics and painting verses on. And it just seemed like such a natural thing to use the language that I had loved from when I was a child to put it onto my ceramic pieces and, uh, and share it around. So two very different forms of inspiration there. Craig, you've recently completed a mural that brings together some of Burns' most famous songs and poems. Can you tell me a little bit about that design process? Creating the typographic mural was a fantastic project to work on. Um, when I was researching into Burns, and the, the poem that stood out to me for this was A Man's A Man For All Of That. And Reading in that poem, I tried to create a, a typographic element that would represent Burns and his legacy in the best possible way. So I started sketching out ideas, building type forms, and eventually got to a point where I was really, really happy that it would promote Robert Burns. So the process would go from there would be sketching it out, and then we kind of 
projected it onto these large panel boards, which would be the kind of construction of the mural. So hand penciled all the design on, the poem, the type to the bard, Burns' face, and then I hand painted all of the elements to it um, and using colour forms that I think would be best to um, kind of inspire. So it took me roughly about four days to complete this design and I only had um, one other um, kind of friend to help me out. So at this point I was like, I need desperate help at this point. (laughs) (laughs) It was a labour of love. It was, it was. Um, But the amazing thing about the, especially the creative community, that when you reach out for help, there are a lot of people willing to help out and especially in the cause of Robert Burns, it was even more um, welcomed. So on the last day, I think I ended up having about nine or ten designers come in to help me paint this large mural of getting the poem done. And it was amazing because we had a lot of international-based um, international designers and they were asking me certain words, is, is this word correct? And I said, that's all Scottish dialect, don't worry, it's correct. And it was the, they were learning at the exact same time and it was engaging with Robert Burns, so it was quite a, a magical thing. And it was great, it was great to kind of promote Robert Burns and, and kind of show a bit of his legacy that way and for me to be a part of that was fantastic. Yesterday was the final instalment which is now at SWG3 in Glasgow, this kind of large mural design and when I stepped back and looked at it all in its glory I was really really proud to be part of this and to create such a an amazing kind of mural for Robert Burns and his legacy. Craig, it's stunning. It's Robert Burns writ large in Glasgow City Centre and you have incorporated some of those iconic images and ideas and I think people are really going to enjoy it. So, Susan, Burns was incredibly talented with language, both in Scots and English. Is that part of the appeal for you in your work? Oh, definitely. I love the fact that you are... um, drawing out the Scots language in a format on a vessel or on a a jar or a vase or a bowl that are going to sit in the middle of somebody's kitchen table and it is the Scots language that's sitting there. And I see my work very much as heirlooms in that um, it's almost like poetry books or, you know, it's having the verse incorporated in day-to-day family life and uh, having these pieces used and passed on and used or displayed uh, whichever people want to do but having them as uh, part of family life is just a lovely thing for me to be able to give people and I think sometimes people enjoy the ceramic pieces but equally I think people sometimes just the connection is purely with the the words it's with the poetry maybe it's a line from a verse which you wouldn't normally isolate from the rest of the poem so if you choose um, for example, just a straightforward till all the seas gang, gang dry, my dear, round the top of a candlestick. Um, it's not maybe obviously burns when you don't see it with the title of the poem or the song, but when people recognise it as that, it's almost like they've found it themselves. You know, they, they take ownership of it. It's something they're familiar with and they can feel the, the passion in the words. Mm-hmm. Do you know, and that's one of the things that really fascinates me about your work, Susan. It's part of this long tradition of incorporating Burns's poetry as words into material culture. Yeah. And it's remarkable that the material culture over the years has actually done quite a lot to promote Robert Burns and his works and to emphasise certain works that might not have been quite as famous otherwise. Yeah. What are the particular works that inspire you? 
One of my favourite poems is A Fond Kiss, Mm -hmm. but um, it's so tragic (laughs) that it's really difficult to pick words out that people would go, oh my God, I'd love that on a candlestick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you've got to really choose carefully. But uh, to all the seas gang dry, my dear, is always, or for old lang syne, my dear, as well, is a beautiful sentiment just standing on its own because it's, uh, you know, when you're gifting something with that on it. But equally, I have done the... And by thy een sea bonnie blue, I'll swear I'm thine forever. On my lips I'll seal my vow, and break it shall I never. So I've I've had that round the top of a loving cup that's gone for somebody to a wedding. And it's just... Um, it's just the beautiful sentiment that are behind the words and pairing that with the design and then with the shapes, which are very traditional Scottish pottery. It is almost like, I hope, like taking a step back in time. It's not meant to be modern, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just all about the tradition of the giving and the gift and the language. I think and that really comes through. So, Craig, how important do you think it is for modern creatives such as yourself and Susan to keep the works of traditional artists alive? I think it's really important to keep the traditional style going because even this the newer generation coming through, everything's technology, iPads, Macs, and these designers and artists are going straight onto these computers rather than going back a step and sketching things out and using the traditional format of pencil and paper or pen and paper. And I think it's so important because when you do these things, it leaves those little imperfections, but those imperfections is character, which you maybe don't get from technology or Macs and all those new gizmos that you get. So even in my format, I still do pencil and paper and then do iteration after iteration, um, copying it over and doing, building it from there. And it, does, it is a lot more labour-intensive, but mm-hmm. the the finished design is, for me, is almost so much better. And I'm always pursuing that and I'm always wanting to champion it because I think it's really, really important and people learn more about the skill set that way as well by going from a traditional format and you see that you're much more capable than a computer can do. And I think it's really, really important that we continue to do these traditional skills going forward. Great. I would agree. Now, you're both producing this art with an audience in mind. And I wonder, Susan, where do you find that most of your customers come from? Do you find that it's Scottish people who tend to engage with your works or are most of your customers from overseas? In the last five years, I have built an online sales business with my sister um, where we can make things that are much more postable. So I have been designing pieces of work that are um, birchwood trays and limited edition screen prints and things that can be posted out. I love the fact that Burns sells so well in Scotland like 99% of my ceramics are still in Scotland and they're bought by people who, as I say, connect with the the words or um, have a gift in mind. Or maybe they come shopping and they don't have a gift in mind, but they just see something that fits somebody so perfectly because of the words that are written on it that they feel that they want to go and uh, gift it to that person, you know. Or they know they've got something coming up and they, they see the words and they know that they fit the situation perfectly. He was very, very clever. I don't know whether he intended to be, but he really covered just about all bases and senses of occasion that you could come up with. And you touched on something that's really so important there, and that's the fact that Robert Burns is local, he's national and he's international. 
And to close, Craig, what is your personal favourite Burns song or poem? For me, it would be Old Lang Syne. It's a classic. And what is it about Old Lang Syne that you love? Well, to be honest, um, usually when it's the end of a night out and it's everyone's a little bit merry and they belt the heart out, the song out with the heart content, um, I absolutely love that. And it brings a lot of people together. And I think it's quite special that way. It certainly does bring a lot of people together and it's brought Robert Burns in Scotland to the world as well, hasn't it? Definitely. Great choice. What about yourself, Susan? Um, well, as I said earlier, I do love A Fond Kiss, but I think my favourite has got to be uh, Tam O'Shanter. I just love the fact that it's such an epic yarn from start to finish. And we have a Burns supper every year at home where we pass the book round the table. And I just always hope um, that I'm going to pace myself so that I get to shout out, Wheel done, Cutty Sark, and in an instant, always dark. It's just such a profound and dramatic overstatement in the po- and it just stops the poem in its tracks and then it starts up again. Um, and I, I loved all the humour and the, the moral at the end of the story. It's just a fantastic piece of work. Yes, Tam O'Shanter is also mine. Just for that very reason, there's so many layers of meaning and it's so performative. It's another really great way of celebrating Burns. So I would like to thank you both very much for speaking with me today. Pleasure. I'm sure that our audience will love the Burns-related works that you've produced. Thank you. And I hope you have a great Burns supper. Thank you very much. Thank you.